Welcome to the Army Podcast. I'm Joel Applebaum, the Chief Content Officer at Army. And it's our mission to find and share knowledgeable insights that help improve our skills and professionalism in the insurance industry. So in this episode, we bring you a preview of the good things in store for you at the upcoming Emmett J. Vaughn Agricon Conference. And this session is titled Agriculture and Food Recall. It's by Bernie Steves, the Managing Director and Global Head of Crisis Management at AN. Tammy Griffin, AN's National Practice Leader of Food, Agribusiness, and Beverage, will join Bernie for this thought-provoking presentation at the conference. Now, you know, for over 40 years, ERMI has been an industry leader in educating and informing insurance risk management professionals like you. We are now offering a free demo of our fastest growing must-have agribusiness risk and insurance resource. This reference product provides an unbiased analysis of agribusiness coverage options, exposures, and best practices for agricultural insurance programs. Go to ermy.com and sign up for your free demo. All right, so in this 13-minute snap talk, not only do we get a jump start on what Bernie and Tammy will be sharing in the highly interesting presentation that's upcoming for our conference, but he also provides food for thought on the role that social media plays in the increase in food recalls. So settle in for a great discussion from expert Bernie Steves. Hi, this is Bernie Steves, Managing Director and Global Head of Crisis Management at Aon. I'm very much looking forward to attending IRMI's AgriCon convention this coming March 10th to the 12th in San Mateo, California. I'll be leading a session specific to product recall and product contamination risk management and why recalls are increasing and how we can best mitigate or minimize the recall exposures. I'll be joined with Tammy Griffin, who's our National Practice Leader of Food, Agribusiness and Beverage at AM. My background includes a number of years as a specialty broker for product recall and product contamination, as well as an underwriting background in this area as well. I've specialized in product recall and product contamination insurance for 37 years, uh, which is really the birth of that industry. Each year, our food, agribusiness, and beverage team conducts a survey to understand the top industry risk concerns and emerging trends within the agricultural business. Not surprisingly, product recall and damage to reputation and brand are always top concerns of the agricultural industry, and rightfully so. Obviously, the safety of your product is key to your customers continuing to utilize and purchase your products. During our session, we'll discuss some of the trends around product recall and are they increasing? And yes, indeed, they are increasing. 2023 statistics from the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, show that this past year had the most recalled products over the past three years. And in fact, the number of product recalls has increased 15% over the last three years. And we anticipate that trend to continue. So why are recalls increasing? Well, certainly the pandemic had some effect on that, particularly as around sourcing product and ingredients. Competition has also increased significantly within the food, agribusiness, and beverage business. Regulatory environment is changing as well. The oversight is certainly increasing with the FDA modernizing, once again, it's, or reorganizing the, the way they are conducting business. Employee shortages has developed as a result of the pandemic and the current economic situation has also created challenges. And finally, media attention. Media attention and social media are now such an important part of your reputation. 
All of these factors are reasons why the recall risk has been increasing the past several years. In addition to looking at some of the larger recalls that occurred during 2023, we also want to talk a little bit about the outbreak investigations that are conducted by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration together with the Center for Disease Control. In 2023, over half of the foodborne illness investigations conducted by the FDA and the CDC involved produce and vegetables, including peaches, plums, and nectarines, cantaloupes, onions, morel mushrooms, strawberries, and others. So how do you manage your exposure to product recall and how do you evaluate that? Well, first and foremost, we take a look at contracts and agreements that you have not only with your customers, but also with your suppliers. Your first line of defense is always product traceability and recall plans together with adequate crisis management. We'll also discuss quality control and quality assurance plans and testing protocols. Lot sizing and batch sizes and values are also key to evaluating your risk. Probability factors as well as impact factors are key in looking at your exposure. Probability factors include things like why the vulnerability of your product to being recalled. Certain products, certainly produce, and vegetables grown on the ground have a higher risk than some other products. So we take a look at the probability factors of a product being recalled itself. On the other side, we take a look at the impact factors. If a product is recalled, how large could that recall potentially be? We look at that by looking at the value of the product itself, your supplier contracts, the volume of productions, any redundancies. Do you have alternative sourcing methods for not only your product, but perhaps some of the ingredients involved. And finally, of course, design and manufacturing errors are two of the key reasons why products are recalled. Once we've taken a look at the different recalls and outbreaks that have occurred, we want to take a look at the risk management or insurance side of the equation. And how does product liability insurance interact with product recall insurance? Why do you need one? Why do you need the other? And why do you need both? We'll also discuss the different types of recall insurance available and what's right for you. Is it product recall insurance? Is it product contamination insurance? Or is it foodborne illness insurance? And why are those the proper type to address your exposures? As we discuss the insurance aspects, we'll be focusing primarily on product contamination insurance, which tends to be the answer, the proper insurance for most agricultural business relative to product recall. Those policies cover accidental contamination, malicious or deliberate contamination incidents that could include things like product extortion. There's also extensions to these policies, including government recall endorsements. Um, should the government, the FDA mandate or other uh, local authorities mandate that a product be recalled? and adverse publicity. Adverse publicity is particularly important with the advent of social media and everybody now being a media outlet. So that's particularly important. In addition, moving from the product covered events, we'll move to product losses themselves or the insurable losses. You know, the obvious ones there include recall expenses, not only the first party, but also the third party aspects from the retail standpoint. Replacement costs, obviously that's important and depending on the value of the product can be very significant. Business interruption or loss of profits is the area where we see the biggest claims under this area. 
followed by rehabilitation expenses, which are essentially extra expense to mitigate that loss of profit. We'll also talk about some of the extensions to coverage, things like third-party recall liability. Very important if you're a supplier of ingredients. Finally, one of the more overlooked but important areas of these policies are the consultant and advisor coverage that's provided under these policies. Those consultants are available not only when a recall has occurred to help you manage that exposure, but also on a pre-incident basis to help you minimize or mitigate the potential for a recall incurring. Often, insurers will pay for a portion of that risk mitigation as well. Of course, during a crisis or a recall, the consultant and advisor fees are covered without deductible under the policy program. We'll also be discussing the state of the product recall and product contamination marketplace. How is the pricing in, in comparison to years past? Limit availability, market capacity available. Uh, what are the average retentions or deductibles that we would see under this? And what is the appropriate level of a retention or deductible? We'd say the same thing uh, relative to capacity. What is the proper limit for you to be purchasing and why? Coverage, again, very important. Each of these policies are bespoke. None of them are the same. So it's very important to review these policies and understand what extensions might be available from each of the carriers. And there are several new extensions available out there, including things like mold and export or import violations. We want to have a discussion on losses that have occurred over the last few years and how those have impacted not only the marketplace itself, but the availability of capacity and the pricing associated with these policies. Finally, we'll be looking to wrap up our presentation with an open discussion relative to a number of case studies. Each of these case studies has been chosen to demonstrate one of the different areas where a recalling has incurred. So we'll start with a manufacturing error, which is one of the more obvious uh, reasons for a product contamination or recall. So those are generally internal. But we're also going to talk about some unique reasons for a recall. Packaging is one of those recalls. Packaging is just like any other ingredient as far as the policy is concerned, so that if it contaminates the end product, the policy would be triggered. We'll talk about some of the bacterial contaminations and pathogens, such as salmonella, listeria, E. coli, uh, and some of the losses and case studies that we've had in that area. Two final case studies that we want to discuss involve mislabeling, which is generally around allergy controls. Allergens are the number one reason that products are recalled year after year after year. And finally, foreign objects, glass, wood, uh, metal shavings, things like that. So we'll discuss each of these uh, case studies a little bit in depth, how the incident occurred, and we've genericized each of these, what the loss was and what the final payment and result was of those claims. So this is just a short description on our session. There is so much more to discuss around product recall than I have time for in this podcast. So very much looking forward to seeing you in San Mateo and getting your input on our presentation and your exposures and having a conversation that is very much collaborative with the entire room. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening, and be sure to follow the Army Podcast in your podcast app to get new episodes on agricultural risk topics. In addition, we hope you join us for one of our Army AgriCon conferences this year. We have one in San Mateo, California, March 11th through the 13th, and one in Des Moines, Iowa, September 9th through the 11th. 
We're very pleased to offer two ag accounts in 2024. You asked and we listened. So that's a wrap for today's episode. If you found value in the conversation, consider subscribing so you never miss an update.